If you run an e-commerce business, you can relate to the amount of work it takes to produce something great. And of course, you want to optimize your workflow and reduce costs. That's why I want to say a big thank you to our partner, ShipStation, and perhaps introduce you to them as well. If you are not familiar with ShipStation, they've been supporting Cytosol School for years. They have helped so many of our listeners make things much easier, automate their shipping tasks, help them scale their business, and also, this is not a small thing, save thousands on shipping with industry-leading carrier discounts. ShipStation is the innovative tool that helps turn your shipping challenges into opportunities for growth. Go to ShipStation.com and use code HUSTLE to sign up for your free 60-day trial. 60 days free. ShipStation.com. Code HUSTLE. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh, hey there. What's up? Welcome. This is Sadasul School. I am Chris Guillebeau. Question for you as we kick things off today. Actually, a few questions in a row. Where is the loudest place in the world? Do you know? How does one country owe debt to another country? And how does that country then pay that debt off? What makes a relationship last? And the question we all wonder all the time, how do I deal with my psychopathic cousin who is getting close to my father to make my father love him more than me? Well, the detailed answers to all of these random questions and more can be found on the website Quora. That is Quora.com, Q-U-O-R-A. It is like Reddit, a fascinating place to go and just see all kinds of different stuff. You can kind of go down a rabbit trail, uh, but you'll actually learn something along the way. It's interesting. And in the Sidusville School workshops, I sometimes mention that Quora can be good for finding customers or clients as well. So it's not just super random questions. When you make an account, you can answer questions of your own as well as ask them. And in some cases, this can be a natural tool for lead generation. I mentioned Reddit. Reddit can be used in a similar way, but it's a bit less friendly, uh, a bit less welcoming to someone who has something to promote. It is still possible, but you have to be a lot softer with it. With Quora, as long as you're providing a helpful answer, it's not at all unusual or unwelcome to post something lightly promotional at the end of your answer. For example, if you've written the definitive ebook uh, to how to deal with psychopathic cousins, that would be a great question where you could go and post your answer. And then you include a little link at the bottom and say, well, to learn more, go here. Now, actually, today's story that I'm going to tell you in just a moment has nothing to do with Quora, at least not specifically. I was just reminded of it because the people featured in the story today, they solve a problem that most of us have never heard of. It does sound kind of random, but then when you think about it, you realize, oh, I can see how that could be an issue. So specifically, the problem they focus on is about the end credits that come up at the end of movies. You know, those hundreds of lines of text that credit hundreds of different people. How are those organized and collected? Well, these guys have found a way to make it much easier for movie producers, and this has turned into a highly profitable side business for them. So lots to learn from them, or at least a lot to think about as you consider how you might apply this kind of thinking to your industry, uh, your business, or to some field that you have knowledge in. Stay tuned for all the details. Selling a little or a lot. 
Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast when it comes to business models software is one of the most profitable Huge companies like Microsoft make billions by selling software to customers worldwide. But what about creating software as a side hustle? Well, you've heard a couple of stories about this before on the show, or at least you may have. Those stories do exist somewhere in the archives if you want to go back. Today's story is about InCrawl, a software product with a unique approach built by John Aramick, also known as Pliny, and his co-founder, Alan. InCrawl is what's known as SaaS, Software as a Service. Unlike conventional software that might be installed on your computer, like Microsoft Windows or Excel or whatever you use, SaaS products run in the cloud and customers pay a fee to use or access them. InCrawl serves a very specific purpose. It creates end credit sequences for movies. You know, what you see at the end of the film, where every person that had a hand in making the film gets their credit. And there are often a lot of people with hands who get their names added. Well, the old school process for this is surprisingly complicated. All those names had to be compiled, then sent to a typographer, then sent to a videographer who could compile and edit. The whole sequence then needs to be rendered for film. Well, InCrawl completely automates that process using software, and aspiring and professional filmmakers the world over are paying for the privilege of using it. So how did it come to be? Well, it all started, like so many of our stories, with a couple of drinks. John Pliny Aramick and his co-founder Alan both worked in the film industry. They had both brainstorm ideas in the past, but never committed to anything. And then one night at a party, over those drinks, they committed to building a project together, solving a problem they'd long knew existed, the time-consuming and painstaking task of creating those end credits. Pliny and Alan each threw $1,000 at the project to get started. This would enable them to get a server and the technology required to run something like this, as well as cover any small expenses that might crop up. Alan had a coding background and was able to whip up a very basic version of InCrawl. Now, when I say basic, I mean really basic. They had a program script that would run on their laptop, and customers would email them a spreadsheet that they'd then feed into the script. That script would automatically generate the credits, and they'd send them back in 15 minutes. Even with this manual process, it was a big improvement because the process used to take up to 24 hours using the old methods. 24 hours to 15 minutes, not surprisingly, the customers loved it. The fact that it was a crude version and not automated didn't matter much in the beginning. They were able to charge $500 a pop for each in-credit sequence generated. 
And even with this super basic, and in their words, janky proof of concept software, they served their first 100 customers using this system for $50,000 in income. They were smart about what they did with this money because as the money started coming in, they reinvested it into further development of the product. They added features like automated processing, no more manually feeding in that spreadsheet, introducing a user dashboard and improving the overall user experience. These improvements helps a lot, but one of the biggest hurdles with a product like this is finding customers in the long term. The initial sales came from Pliny's contacts in the film industry. So that helped. They were able to generate initial sales, get some recommendations, but once they'd exhausted that immediate network, things got harder. They decided to try a bunch of different marketing channels, some of which worked and some of which didn't. Persistence was key. They discovered that Facebook ads didn't work well for them, whereas customer demos and networking groups did. After they found these marketing channels and served more and more customers, things began to grow organically. Over the course of a few years, they began making significant money from the project, all while continuing with their day jobs. They didn't celebrate too much when they made their first sale, but they did have a great dinner out together to celebrate when they hit the milestone of $500,000 in total sales. That's correct, half a million dollars in just a few years. Now, just to be clear, a lot of that money has been reinvested back into the business. It has funded customer support staff, extra development on the product, as well as their large storage and server costs, because each in-crawl sequence is 250 gigabytes. That's a lot of storage space. In 2018, InCrawl is generating around $20,000 a month. After expenses, this gets John and Alan really close to being able to quit those day jobs. Their plan is to double revenue over the next year while holding down the jobs, and if everything goes well, then look at making it a full-time commitment. By then, hopefully, it will pay them both a good salary. So it is possible to build a software-based business as a side hustle. It's not simple. It can take time to build, and the process is methodical and not always certain. From an idea conceived over a few drinks to a script running on one laptop that now generates in credits for films like Moonlight, Snowden, Lady Bird, and The Big Sick, in crawls days of crawling have dramatically sped up. In fact, they're off and running. So one of the things I try to highlight day after day on the show is that there are all sorts of ways to make money. This is a great example of an industry need that if you work in that industry, you completely understand what a hassle it's been to prepare these credits. Or if that's been your responsibility, you understand how much time it takes you. So these guys, just two regular guys, have found a way to create a service that's now used by major producers, major directors uh, for these huge productions, these huge movies, as well as lots of amateur indie producers. So good for them. And the question for you, not necessarily a question you would find on Quora, but what is something in your industry that other people might never think of, but you know is a hassle or otherwise takes a lot of time? And then what could be a possible solution or just a substantial improvement to it? Could there perhaps be a side hustle waiting for you or at least for someone? Now, last but not least, I want to read a quote from John. Uh, in our interview with him, he said, the early growth was 100% organic, but what we found is that as we progressed, growth got harder, not easier. There is this fallacy that as you grow, everything starts flowing downhill, but we found the opposite to be true. Once all the low-hanging fruit has been picked, the real work of selling began. That's just a good thing to keep in mind. It's a good counterpoint uh, to the general principle that things do get easier as you go along. I think that is a good general principle, but as you can see, of course, uh, everything is situational, circumstantial, depending on what you're doing. So I would say don't be afraid to work hard, but of course you're not afraid to work hard. That's why you're listening to the show. You want to invest in yourself, right? Congrats to these guys. Of course, we'll link up the project in the show notes. Uh, don't forget, inspiration is good, but inspiration with action is better. Those notes are at sidehustleschool.com slash 536. 
That is episode 536. We'll be back again tomorrow, and I hope you'll join me for it. My name is Chris Gillibo. This is Side Hustle School. 